In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the everyone and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolak, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own band Helsinki. And with me all the way from East Bridgewater is Lady Wawa herself, <laughs> Wawa <Wim> herself, <laughs> the blonde bombshell, Ed Kerrigan, <laughs> Well, well, well. Yeah. well, I do have to admit, I just finished a nice cup of hot tea, and it was good. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're just mean. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. Feeling better. Doing Are you well. really? <laughs> I am. I am. Thank you for your concern. Yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, Ian had a bout of alcoholism, but she's much better now. <laughs> I did not. I'm going to when I'm done taking these 10 days of antibiotics. I know, that I know. That I know. I've already got to uh, in one of those med bracelets so that they can identify the body. And <laughs> when they find you in a drunken stupor somewhere. Oh, man. Yeah, just uh, yeah, just got a little infection going on and uh, didn't and have a good on, weekend. But they, put, they put you on the antibiotics, right? Yes, they did. Yeah, two yeah. super-duper heavy-duty lovely antibiotics that I hate. Sweet. Sweet. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but other than that, life is wonderful. Yeah, there you it go. is. It is. I can't have caffeine. I can't have chocolate. I can't have booze. I can't have anything herbal. No, nothing. Uh, no calcium. Milkium in it. Yeah. Uh, no. No sunlight. Yeah. No sunlight. I can't go out in the sun. It's okay because it's snowing. So. Sorry. Right. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. We can deal with the no sun thing. With sunshine or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. uh yeah, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah. Oh, me? I'm always good. You know that. <laughs> Enjoy better that. Than no- better than nothing, as I like to say. Yeah. You're upright, right? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, we have a pretty neat show. Later on uh, in the second half of the show, we're going to have a brand new episode of My Favorite Girl. Oh, I can't wait, to, can't wait to hear her voice again. Bye. I know you can't. Vala Ventura. Vala. I know. <clears throat> Anyways. Anyways, I, control yourself. I know. Control yourself. Anyways, but we have a great guest in the uh, first half of the show. We are going to talk with uh, Pat Hensley, I believe the name is, of the 
Alan Lodge, and I, Allegan, I can't even say it. Allegan, Allegan say Lodge. It. There you go. Correct. There you go. That's it. The Allegan Lodge. Hi, Pat. Yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. We were trying to figure out if you were a girl or a boy. I, you know, I get that a lot. I, my name is Patricia, and it mm-hmm. sounds so stuffy. I hate to use it. <laughs> No, that's cool. It's just like uh, I, Ann asked me, is it, is it is it a girl or a boy? You know, to be honest, I really don't know. Actually, I believe I said, is it a man or a woman? Whatever. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I, I'm still back in my high school years. So, so you'll what? never grow up. I never why. will. Never yeah. will. But anyways, Pat, uh, you you are, uh, well, why don't you identify yourself, actually, to us and uh, how you're associated with this Allegan Lodge. The Allegan Lodge, yes. I'm sorry? Ignore me. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, Well, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about it, if that's okay. Absolutely. Are you with the the Lodge itself or a a paranormal group? It's a little foggy there. I'm not sure. It is. I am am a friend of the owner, and she has... has, um, really stopped renovating it. <laughs> oh. And uh originally she wanted to make it into a conference center, but that's all that's all in the history and and um she's decided just for right now not to do anything with it. So she's turned it over to me and my husband hmm. to uh, make available to people who want to come through. Oh, that's awesome. a great idea. So it's so uh, it's now it's a, it, I looked at the picture, I just kind of did some Googling and, um, mm-hmm. it looks like a lovely, um, it's a cool building. Yeah. What yeah, kind of is building it? is it? Well, okay. Let me tell you a little bit about it. It was built mm-hmm. in 1909 <clears throat> and it was built as a hospital. And if you look at, um, other hospitals from that time, you'll see you know, you'll say, oh yeah, that, that was, that's what they all looked like back then. Mm-hmm. But it was built by, uh. Dr. John Robinson, and he was the uh, physician who was most associated with it for the longest period of time. Mm-hmm. Now, it was also believed that um, there was an underground tunnel that went from the hospital to his house. Nice. Okay. And and uh, the building has a really colorful history, although some of it's been lost in time, like all old buildings, the original blueprints aren't available, so we can't, uh, you know, surmise anything. We did everything that we we know, we either know it or we're surmising it about, okay. the, about the building. It actually has a basement, a main floor, and upstairs, and then portions of it have a third floor. So it would have been really nice to be able to look at the blueprints, but they're not available. There were, um, in uh, downtown Allegan, there were two fires. Mm-hmm. And of course, one one was in the building where the old documents were kept. So, <laughs> of course, so, right, exactly. But then, so when the lodge was a hospital, a portion of the basement served as a morgue, mm-hmm. and um, it, it, there's what looks to be the leftovers of an incinerator, oh. which all all hospitals had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then so then also part of the basement shows signs of fire, and we don't know those details either. The the um, the beams, you know, the big, huge wooden beams that they used to use in basements, 
mm-hmm. right. are charred, are just really, really charred. Wow. And we don't know what don't know what happened there either. <clears throat> wow. So then sometime between uh oh I guess it was between nineteen twenty five and nineteen thirty five, the building became known as a mob hospital. Oh and, neat. Uh, it had major ties to organized crime. <laughs> of course, the the um, the um, proximity of Allegan to Chicago is is just the perfect getaway, you know, just um, just perfect. And actually, Al Capone owned a home in Allegan. Oh. So, uh, let's see. But and then some reports say that it was also used for bootlegging during Prohibition. <laughs> of course. And, exactly, <laughs> right. Well, sure, why not? You yeah. Know, hospital, perfect, perfect cover. Perfect cover. Mm-hmm. So, so then, how, do you know how long it was a hospital? Um, we think it was like approximately 60 years. Okay. To- all total, you know, all total. Uh-huh. And, and then, um, then, then what happened after that? After after it was the uh, the mob hospital, um, it became the Elks. The you know the Elks yep. organization. Mm-hmm. Yep. They bought it. They bought yep. it, and and um, uh, they used it for their lodge, for their you know for their meetings. And there was a bar, and they held dances and and all kinds of things in there. Mm-hmm. And um, their employees were all the time getting poked and would hear footsteps and would hear, you know, have people who weren't there wishing by them and just all kinds of things like that. Now, during the, um, excuse me, during the renovations, um, during the start of the renovations, Tommy, Tommy Sumner was a plumber who was working in there with an apprentice of his. (laughs) The apprentice was in the basement and when... a pipe lifted off the ground and moved across the room. Wow. Tommy's, a, Tommy's apprentice was out of there in no time flat, and he, won't, he, he will not go back in there without somebody with him, like right next to him. <laughs> and Tommy also reported that uh, he was working in there on one of those 98-degree days in the summertime, Mm-hmm. When he experienced a cold spot, a, a cold spot below freezing, he said his teeth mm. were chattering. Oh my God! Yeah. So, uh, okay. Then also, um, the uh, local reporter was in the lodge, and an orb was captured on film moving around his head. That's interesting. So some, yes. So there's some there's some things that are. Um, just real strange things, you know. The, the the people that actually worked at the Elks often heard children, mm-hmm. and they saw when they oh, would go out. Oh, that's weird. Because it was a hospital. That, that that's weird. Yeah, interesting. Right, right. They they would hear the children, but then when they would go out to leave, they and they'd be in the parking lot and look back, and they'd see them looking out the window. <laughs> Oh wow! I mean, you know, this is children. This is the Elks. It's closing at two thirty in the morning. There's no kids in there. There's nobody in there. You know. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, during a recent investigation, when I was in there, we caught 
a really strange picture, and I don't know if you looked and saw it on the uh, on the site or not. A psychic read it, and she told us that it was someone who was known as Tall Louie who used to frequent the place. Tall Louie. Yep. And then I had another one tell me she actually did a reading off of the website, and she said that she saw someone there called Little Joe, and she says he was murdered there. And she mm. sensed him running from his killers. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty so. cool. We love the whole mafia connection. That's pretty good. Exactly. And, and that's what's so strange about it. It's got, the, it's got the mafia connection, but then it also has the children connection. Right. You know, it's, 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 and when you think about it being a hospital, too, the incinerator in the basement makes perfect sense because when you think back, all those years back, when they had all those funny diseases, TB and and whatever, they would just incinerate everything. You know, the the um, linens, the everything just went up in smoke to to kill the germs. Right, right. So, so that's that's interesting. But um, it's it is now open for uh, public and private investigations, and we're taking reservations for March. We have a we have a um, a big one for Friday the 13th, Friday, um, April 13th Ooh, coming up. That sounds cool. So, Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to do that one and and uh, see what happens. Can you... Now, um, I mean, how do, how do, oh, I'm sorry, Ian. Can, uh, can you just give us the website? Hey. I'm going to hey. talk, Ron. Blech. No, no, no. <laughs> Women should be seen and not heard. You know that. Ooh. <laughs> you're going to hear from me loud and clear, buddy. Yeah, well, right <laughs> yeah. now you're not in condition to, so I, I've got the upper hand. Watch it's me. George, it's George, George Costanza says I got the hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you the hand and you're... All right, go ahead. Ladies before... What, um, what is the website, Pat, that people can go to? It is AlleganLodgeParanormal.com. All right. It's, you know, you it's, post, it's posted on our page, yeah. Yep. Okay. And it's posted on our page. No, it isn't. On oh, mine, it is. Well, it's not on our Ghost well, Chronicles Next Generation fixed well, page. Well, who's that? It's not mine. Yours? <laughs> so anyway, Pat, as I was going to say before I so rudely interrupted, um, how did your friend get a hold of the, the lodge eventually? Well, it was up for sale. The Elks, Elks were selling it and moving to a new location. Why they were moving to a new location, I don't know. I don't have that answer, but it was available, and and uh, she wanted to um, open it as a as a conference center. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's a huge square footage, and and I don't know the square footage. It's on the it's on the sale papers, but it's big. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many rooms? Totally rooms. Oh well, it's been changed so much over the years that that. It's just no. <laughs> I mean, we can we can surmise how many there might have been, but it was a it, uh, good sized hospital. So it was always a hospital. It was never a residence, nope. right? Okay. Always, always, always a hospital up until the Elks took over it. Hmm. Wow. So when the Elks were using it, so she's just ran, was trying to renovate it. You know, I mean, it was still in usable condition when the Elks had it. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. But she was she was wanting to make it really nice for mm-hmm. you know for a conference center. 
she had a few uh, a few incidents happen to her in there as well. She um, she actually gets into you know like scraping off old wallpaper and you know all that kind of stuff, cleaning up. Well, she was walking out of the building with in each hand a big garbage bag full of stuff, you know, and she got pushed forward and her glasses were knocked off her face. Oh, no. Yep, yep. Does she feel intimidated by the spirits that are in there or or threatened at all? Kind of, but not really. Uh She's in, she's kind of like, Holy moly, did that just happen to me? <laughs> you, know, you know how that goes, or you see something out of your corner of your eye. I've actually in there felt something swish by me. You know you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, just whoosh, and and there's no one there. Right. And there's no windows open. You know what I'm saying? There's no windows open for a breeze to go by me. Right. So those kinds of things. So, so Pat, do you have your own investigative group, or, or how did you get involved to do the investigation? I'm actually, I'm a writer. And oh, you I'm are? Not psychic. I'm not psychic, and I'm not anything like that, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, um, I, I actually met the owner through writing, so that's okay. how we uh, struck up our friendship. But, no, I'm, I'm, I find it very interesting and very scary. <laughs> but, <laughs> of course. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I I just find it inter- interesting. I, oh, absolutely. You know, I'm I'm looking for the the reason. You know, I'm kind of like, what? Why is this place haunted? Well, there's so many different theories. You know, and actually, the city of Allegan is. Um, geographically, there's tons of underground springs under it. Mm. So, so we've always heard that that is a like a possible portal. That uh, springs are are portals for this kind of stuff. Oh yeah, that yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's what they say. One of, one of the theories, anyways. Uh, so, what, what type of things do you write, uh, Pat? Oh, I write, actually, <laughs> it's kind of funny, I write, write a motorcycle travel column. Oh, awesome. <laughs> oh, that is cool. I'm a biker. Yeah, it, it, I'm wait a minute, it's a big bikey yep. check, you know. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a biker in my other life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my husband and I ride. So that's yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I write, I write uh, travel articles. Oh, excellent. Excellent. That's a big undertaking for you, what what made you decide that you wanted to to take this place over and to to work on it or or you know get the groups in there? Well, because actually, because we attended another um, public investigation at another place, and um, um, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was just it is amazing, and and. Um, it, it, it was just one of those things that kind of happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why it happened. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's a, it was, seriously, it just happened. Wow. Um, you know, I'm, I met the owner, and and 
it's just one of those weird things, I guess. But I guess it's some, you know, something that was supposed to happen. Right. It just felt like something that you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hmm. Wow. Well, I and wish so you luck. If somebody, if somebody would want to go to this, uh, who would they contact and what's the best way? And All the information is on the website. There's um, um, everything you need to know would be on the website. Okay. And, awesome. and um, there's only a few dates that aren't available, but those are on there as well. And uh-huh. um, and there's also an email if they need to contact us. Oh, excellent. Uh, I know that uh, there are quite a few places around our way that have gone paranormal, like, you know, the Lizzie Borden Bread and Breakfast mm-hmm. and um, the Victoria, Haunted Victorian, which, well, is or isn't, but, uh, and the Collinwood, of course, in uh, Oneida, which Ann and I will be going in Yippee. May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I think that's a great idea, and especially the paranormal being as hot as it is, it's a good way to to raise funds, especially for preservation. You know, it's great because, um, you know, they go hand in hand. The paranormal, you can't have paranormal without some type of history. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly, and and the thing that I really do find really frustrating about it is the the the, the information that is lost in time. It's just mm-hmm. you know, it, it, like a puzzle. It'd be so nice to be able to put it all together. Oh, absolutely! And uh, you said all the information is on the the website now. When you rented out the private investigations, it, it, do you? Um, do you provide guide work to it, or, or you just turn them loose in here? No, there's a there's a guide. There is a okay. guide, and our rules are on the on the website as well. Um, there's obviously there's no smoking in the building. We don't allow drinking alcohol, <laughs> and um, you know all those little silly rules you have to have. So, <laughs> but it's all on, it's all on there. That's excellent. Now, I saw that there was a, um, I noticed there's this kind of, um, when I was looking on the Internet earlier, there's, now someone had a, a YouTube video that they had submitted for um, mm-hmm. my ghost, uh, I forget what, what it was for. Yeah, that's you know? been a while ago. Oh, that was a while ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that was you, so I thought I'd ask. It, it is on the website. <laughs> The website, so you can check it out certainly, and you can check the the whole thing out. The the next event is, I believe, the Friday the thirteenth. Is that your next one? That well, that's the one we're trying to fill first, and we can always and we just mostly do them on the weekends. So if someone is really really interested and they're going to be in town, we can arrange something fast. Mm-hmm. Very good. And let me see what else did I wanted to bring up on that. There was. I just lost it. Oh, God, excuse me. Um, <laughs> it's that old age thing. Oh, yeah, yeah telling me about it. Wait, you're kidding me. It's, it's getting worse by the minute. <laughs> now, oh, yeah, the location of it is in um, Allegan. Where about uh, is Allegan, Michigan? Uh, a big city that it's near is, well, it's like between Kalamazoo and Grand Rapids. It's in the southwest corner. Mm-hmm. Near Lake Michigan. 
Okay, it's near Lake Michigan. Okay. And is there a lodging uh, close to this place? There is. There is. And actually, on the website, we have some suggested lodging. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Anything else you want to add, Pat? Um, I think I think that's about it. I probably forgot something, but you can always join us on uh, our Facebook page, which is uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. And if you have an upcoming event, you can certainly post it there, right, Ann? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. And uh, you know, let us know what's happening. If anything interesting happens, uh, give us uh, you know, drop either Ann or myself uh, a message, and we'll be certainly uh, glad to you know update uh, our listeners what's going on. Well, I appreciate that so much. Thanks. <laughs> All right. You have a good night now. It was great talking to you. You yeah. also. Bye. Okay. Thanks, Thank Pat. Bye bye. So that place oh, that looks awesome. Cool. Did you check this? This you checked the picture of the place out, right? Yeah, yeah. It and looks, it, uh, looks really it is spooky. Freaking awesome! I mean, Get those big pillars in the front. And the in the the uh, what do you call it? The uh, uh, porches. I guess it's porches. You call them porches? Oh, I guess so. Verandas. Yeah, it, it doesn't look that word. big in the in the picture itself, but it's it certainly. Uh, uh, you know, no, it intriguing. Looks, it looks huge. It really does. Right. Um, has been named most haunted place in the Midwest by the uh, Great Ghost Hunt. Whatever that is. <laughs> but it definitely, definitely looks like a great spooky place. I'd love to go in there and investigate. Yeah, it, it does. And, uh, you know, if we ever do a road tour, that'd be a cool place to stop by. We have a lot of things on our list, don't we? <laughs> yeah. On our well, bucket list. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you, you figure it out. If you go into the the Moss Distillery, you know, you you got to travel across the country. So if you line up a whole bunch of places along the way, this is true. You, know, you got to book. <laughs> <laughs> we have to find plenty of places between here and California, right? Yeah. Where now? Where where is the Moss again? It's San, is it San Diego? No. Uh, I don't know. It's out there someplace. I, I know. <laughs> it was what two weeks ago. I can't remember that far back. <laughs> yeah, all right. But it, it does it, look uh, awesome. Yeah, and in the second half, I, I do want to mention that once again we do have a brand new episode of Beyond Bizarre with Farla. Uh, Farla. But anyway, so well, I know we're coming up to the breaks. Uh, we anything else you want to add before we hit the road? Nope, I'm good. I think we can I hit the know. road for a few okay. minutes. Okay, you seconds. are listening to Ghost Chronicles: Next Generation with Dan Carrigan and Ron Kolick here on TojiNet Radio, and we'll be right back after the following messages. So stay tuned for a new episode of Beyond Bizarre with Follow. <laughs> Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Join us for self-aid success stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, 
she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Next generation with Ron and Ian. Hi, Ian and Ron. And Ian and Ron. Depending how you That's look right. at it. That's true. But we're back. Here we are. We are back. And uh, that was uh, Pat Hem- Hensley from the, can you say that? I'm, I'm going to butcher it. Allegon Lodge. Right. And we have the link up on our uh, page, which is Ghost uh, Chronicles Next Generation. If you haven't uh joined our page, uh, please feel free to. You can pretend you like us, and we post all kinds of uh, really cool, neat stuff up there and, and stuff like that, right? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And then we have uh, my Cemetery Tripping page, and we oh have my God. Ron's Grave Intentions Grave page. Intentions. I love Grave Intentions. I don't care. Nobody else does, but I do. <laughs> well, you got like 10 friends now? How many friends you got? 30. 30? Ooh. Yeah. You're doing good. <laughs> yeah, I don't even promote it. So there. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, it's just a, a fun page, and we just put anything to do with graves on there. And uh, the wacky, the, the wacky it. cemetery stuff goes on there. I don't think it's wacky. I got some serious stuff there as well. You do? Hmm. Yes. I, I didn't know you could be the, serious. About what? I didn't know you could be serious. You no watch your tongue, young lady. <laughs> whether you're sick or not, I mean, that's the only reason I haven't. <laughs> Come down heavy on you tonight, and, uh-huh. so kind, and I've really been so kind to you. Yeah, I know. You've been wicked nice to me tonight. <laughs> wicked nice. As we like to say in Boston area, yes. wicked nice. Yes, we're wicked. Wicked, wicked. So we're going we're gonna to talk about our little, um, our little upcoming world trip? Yeah, actually, I'm trying to post something. I just put it on the wrong page, so I had to take it off. I'm such a knuckle brain. There's your technology shining through again. Yeah. So, anyways, um, what are we talking about? Oh, oh, yeah, we actually decided to, Ed is going to be doing a dining with the dead coming Ooh. in line. Is this correct? Uh, yes, I believe so. At the Haunted Wyndham Restaurant on Tuesday, March 27th. Yes. Uh, tickets are not on sale yet. They will be this weekend. And um, if you want to come down and see Ann do a, a spiel on cemeteries. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'll show you my stones. <laughs> uh, I've got my Elvis sign. I can show you my stones. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ron will be Elvis. And uh, we'll look at, we'll look, we'll see some neat gravestones, but. Anyway. We'll talk about all things to do with cemeteries and cemetery tripping and crazy, nutty, witch bonnie kind of legends, things like that. I lost you totally there for a minute. Wasn't that weird? You lost me? Yeah, you just disappeared. How can you lose me? I don't know. 
I, I try high, but it's still there. <laughs> I know. You can't lose but anybody. Anyways, on the Ghost Chronicles Next Generation page, I just posted a picture that I took a couple of weeks ago on a Friday night. And I do want to talk about it because this is kind of cool. I went into uh, this uh, presentation on the Shroud of Turin, which was freaking awesome, by the way. Mm, it was. I saw your pictures. Yeah. Well, there's only one, and uh, the, uh, I can't believe I forgot my freaking camera. But my ah. sister-in-law was with me. She did took a picture on her cell phone, so I mean that's why that's there. Ah. But anyways, they had a church-sanctioned replica of the Shroud of Turin, which is really really cool. I mean, this thing is, uh, it, you know, it's really really big. I mean, most people don't think about that, but it, it's really huge. Mm-hmm. Because they, you know, the whole body was put in it, and um, so they had the the full size thing, which was probably I'm guessing ten feet, twelve feet long. It's got to be twelve feet over wow. twelve feet long. So yeah, I figure if you you folded it in half on a person, it right. would be six and six, so that's twelve at least. So it's maybe bigger than that. And so they had that, and then they had two side cloths, which were the negative image of it. And this is the one where you can actually see the. The, the body that was in it, which is really, really cool. And uh, wow. so that was up there. And, and the guy's been studying it since he was eight years old. Eight? Eight years old. Wow. He grew and up how old is he now? Uh, he's, he's been doing it for almost 50 years. Wow. That's yeah, pretty... he's, he, he's a, he belongs to the Passionates. Oh, and, okay. Uh, but uh, it, it's simply amazing. I mean, because... Uh, I don't know if you go through it, and, and he he went through the whole thing. He, we had demonstrations, like you know that, that they said, well, some people the blood stains here doesn't match up. If you know, you know, was that? But then he had like this pulled somebody from the audience, the poor sucker, and uh, <laughs> put this cloth in his face, and they put the blood on it, and then they laid him oh. down on the ground and lifted the blood up, and they showed how it actually was set up and everything, and it, and it just showed what what this person who, if, whether you believe it was Christ or not, was in the uh, um, uh, shroud went through, and it's, it was, it, you know, it's really amazing, it's just mm. totally amazing. I mean, it was it was long, it was a three hour presentation, but oh my god. I, yeah, yeah. Three yeah. hours. Three hours, man. You know, and that was, it was it was interesting, though. I mean, uh, and you just you know, it really was amazing. That's all I can say. Uh, and it travels all over the world. Or yeah, country, it travels or? all over all over the world. Absolutely mm-hmm. all over the world, which is mm-hmm. really cool. And um, he also had a picture with him uh, uh, of a uh, that bled, which was of what. Cool. A picture that bled. Oh, a, you know, a picture or, or you know a painting or whatever, mm-hmm. and it bleeds. And it was a miracle. You know how they have these miracles. Mm-hmm. That was one of the one of those things. So it, it was cool. He had a lot of artifacts. He had a um, the crown of thorns, which was interesting, and that was made donated to him by uh, the special effects uh, uh, maker and from Hollywood. Right. And, yeah, to show it. it was it was pretty cool. It was it was, it was an amazing thing. And you know, we look at we look at the paranormal, we look at all things that aren't normal and this certainly isn't normal. And, no. Yeah, it's it's you know it's, Well when you think of the whole the whole Christ experience. Yeah, exactly. How much more paranormal could you get? Right, he came exactly. back from the dead. Yeah. Right? So, that kinda of does it, right? So that 
you know, <laughs> that says to me, um, you know, I, how can the, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I don't know if the Catholic Church announces what we do, approves of it, or whatever you want to call it, but I mean, uh, they offer up, I think, the best argument for, you know, spirits. Right. It's in the Bible. Yeah, it, it it was it was cool. I mean, like you know, I always wondered what like these marks were on it because if you look at the photograph on our page, you'll see these marks that are on the right and the left hand side of it, and mm-hmm. they almost like look like faces. There's like four of them, and there's like six lines all together, right. and those aren't really anything to do with the the, the shroud. That it, what what happened was that the shroud. Uh, where it was being housed in the Middle Ages, uh, the building caught fire, mm-hmm. and the shroud actually got burned. And those were oh. actually burn marks on on the shroud. Oh my God! And the shroud was actually repaired by the nuns at that time, mm-hmm. and that's so when they did the carbon dating, they had uh, medieval came up. That's because some of the thread that was used in it, and unfortunately, that they only took a tiny piece when they did the the carbon dating. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they didn't. You know, it was all from the same spot. So it, it, all you do is take a few threads, and it throws off the whole carbon dating thing. So, right. Uh, it, it was interesting. That's all I can say. I mean, the, the whole amazing thing, and um, it, you know, it was it was definitely cool. I mean, it, the the whole thing. I mean, you you're a Catholic, so you mm-hmm. learn that the, the the death of Christ is you know, for instance, that you always just see him on the cross. Right. But, but you know, and you you always see him like in the the passion that he's carrying the cross. Well, he really didn't carry the cross; mm-hmm. he only carried the upright because the cross was like six hundred pounds or something. Oh, <laughs> and, I didn't you know, know that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's that's what I mean. It was so many things that you really didn't know, and, and you know, I don't want to go and turn this into a religious uh, thing, but um, it, it was really interesting whether you believe it was Christ or someone else. And it's like you know the place uh, Gul Gulls whatever the name is. Golgotha, where they crucified him, uh, you know, that was common. They didn't just crucify him. They crucified right. tons of people. And they had right. actually, you know, the pretty much the upright standing there. So you just grabbed them, you brought them down, you, you put the uh, cross piece on, and boom, zipped them up, and that was it, you know. Oh. God, what a horrible way to die. Yeah. But, yeah, they did. They, If you were a criminal, that's what they did. Yeah, or a political person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but but anyways, man, anyways, we do have a new uh, episode of uh, Beyond Bizarre, and I do want to play this because I'll just go on about the Shroud forever, you know me. I know. So, uh, well, Anna, get her can, we on. The, can we play the Beyond Bizarre, Anna, please? Mary King's Close. The macabre past of Mary King's Close, located in the old town section of Edinburgh, Scotland, and sealed off in the 1600s, is seeing the light of day again. In 2003, the Close was reopened, becoming a new tourist attraction, a preserved slice of 17th century life. Much mystery surrounds Mary King's Close. For centuries, locals have told tales of the Close being sealed off to prevent the spread of the plague. No evidence disputes this story, and there are some who say that the quarantine was voluntary. But lifelong inhabitants of Edinburgh say that after the close was sealed off, those outside heard anguished cries of people dying of starvation and begging to be let out. 
and they say that after the close was reopened, finger marks were found clawed into the bricks. Mary King's Close is now open to the public and is the site of much paranormal and historical investigation. It is thought to be one of the most haunted places in Scotland. A terrifying tidbit from the Book of the Bazaar, available wherever books are sold. good as my music. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say that, because we don't get any more uh, Bjorn Bazaars anyway. I mean, I mean uh, Cemetery Trippins, you know. Oh, you're going to get one. <laughs> you will. Yeah, I, I, I promise. So that was my good friend, Bada Bada. <laughs> I just love saying that word. It just rolls up your lips. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Carrigan. Shut up. You, you're upset. Sounds like you're sitting on a joint or something. Oh! And Carrigan. All right, I we're didn't not say eating, that. Right? Like Ron Kolak, okay? Come on. Oh, right? kidding me? Yeah. Ron Kolak. Ron Kolak. That just clunks off my tongue. Yep. Mm-hmm. It does. It sounds like <laughs> a pirate. <laughs> oh, my God. Whatever. <laughs> nice. Anyways. Well, that was a lovely Vala Ventura Beyond Bazaar was. Yeah, I, I thought you'd like that. Fingerprints yeah. in the bricks, huh? <laughs> You know, that's not uncommon. There's a lot of stuff. You know, one of the amazing things that uh, when we went to, uh, when Richard Felix was over here, we went down to uh, Gettysburg and we did some events down with Mark Nesbitt. And uh, he took us to Lady Lady Gray Farm, Gray Lady Farm, I don't know, whatever it is, some farm. And uh, they actually used the house for uh, operations as well as the barn, of course, but the officers got to go in the house. And they they have they still have bloody handprints in the floor. Oh, wow! Really? Yeah, yeah. still there after all those years. Wow! You don't think anybody touched him up or anything, huh? Huh? No, no, no? definitely not touched up. No, no. no. Oh, oh. it's cool. really cool, actually. What are those? Um, what are those things? The uh, special lights that you can shine. We have um, those. Those are, those are basically UV lights. Uh, we we have those at the Ghost Project. And we see the blood. Lights. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can use. Um, oh God, I just thought of it. I just lost it in my little mind. There it uh, goes again. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know it. I know it. Well, luminescent stuff. What do you call it? Oh, crap. luminescent what? stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's as that's as technical as I can get. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool though. That, that, that would be a neat thing to put under those lights, that handprint. Well, yeah, he actually had even better than that. I don't know if you ever heard. Did I ever tell you the story about the blood? Mm, I don't think so. The blood? You never heard about the blood? The blood? Yeah. I don't think so. Tell me. Well, you know, uh, Mark has a lot to do with this this farm and the preservation of it. Uh, I think he's on the board of directors, directors or whatever. So, you know, it's a historical landmark. So anyways, he uh, got a call from the caretaker and the night watchman says, you got to come down here right away. And so he drove down to the farm and they went into this room, in fact, where the handprint is. And there in the middle of the floor was uh, a liquid and it was just puddled on the 
before, and there was nothing mm-hmm. in the ceiling, nothing here. And this is when the alarms were on the place and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, Mark photographed it, videotaped it, took samples out, put it in the his car and everything else, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he stayed there for quite a while, you know, documenting it, and then uh, it just, uh, it just, uh, you know, he was all done, and he started heading home. So anyways, uh, so he got about halfway home, and then he got a call back from the caretaker. He says, you got to come back right away. He says, no, I'm almost home. He says, no, you got to come back right away. <laughs> so they came back, and when he went back into the room, it was gone. So all the blood had just totally disappeared. Well, the liquid, the liquid had just totally disappeared. Not only disappeared, but the floor still had that thin coating of dust on that, you know, no uh. goes in it. So it was like it was never there. Oh, my God. So he ran out to his car and checked the uh, sample that he had taken, and it was still there. And mm-hmm. then he uh, sent it out to the, I think it was the police lab or some lab or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came back as human blood. Oh, my Lord. Yep. That's crazy. Wow. God, you've got to love this stuff, don't you? <laughs> oh, that's why you do it. It's just that's so why we're here. Yes, it is. Isn't it? Oh, God, that would be so awesome. Mm-hmm. Why does this stuff like that happen to me? Because <laughs> I whine. <laughs> if, if anybody, yeah, probably that's it, you know. <laughs> I scared them away. She's whiny. Yeah, she, oh, she's a whiny. Yeah, but anyway. no. If anybody wants to call in, by the way, the number is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869. Or if you have a question for us, you can go into the Toginet chat room. Or what else can they do? They can, they can go uh, on the Facebook page. Oh, yeah, they can go on the Facebook page, too. Yes, because I'm paying attention to that all night long. Yes, Are you really? I am. Getting nothing better to do? As a matter of fact, somebody just posted something. Oh, you did. <laughs> I did? Um, no, you posted your picture. Uh, but Sunny Stillwater likes our photo. So. Who the hell is Sunny Stillwater? Well, she must be listening, so say, hey, Sunny. Okay. <laughs> I can only assume since she knows you put the picture up. I guess so. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so anyways, um, yeah, or you can uh, join us. I said that in the, in the chat room, right? Yes. Yeah, call it, right, or one or the other. Anyway, so okay. if you have anything. The other thing I, I do want to mention once again, we are having that, um, we're doing that dowsing experiment. Uh, if you go on the NEG, uh, GP page and take part in this. We're still going to do a drawing for a paranormal package. Uh, all you, and all you have to do is take this little experiment. That there's a little video. Just follow the video, and the experiment is still on. All the data collected going into a scientific paper. So uh, we're not going to use your name or nothing. So you don't have to worry if you got to get right or wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's all a, a scientific experiment, and uh, so if you go on to the NEGP site, which is www.neghostproject.com, N-E, the letter N, the letter E for New England, ghostproject.com, and uh, do the experiment and send me an email with your results, and uh, you'll be entered into the, what do you call it? The uh, the drawing the stuff. free free paranormal package. The stuff drawing. Yeah. Right. So please please do that as well. Uh, we have a question. We have a question. Okay. In the chat yes, room. Okay. Cat would like to know 
when the tickets to Ghost Quest are going on sale. Ooh, yeah. We're still trying to finalize it. We're doing a series of different packages for people. Uh, there's a Friday night. Uh, there's a special uh, ghost done on Friday night, Psychic versus Science, which is going to be really cool. It's never mm-hmm. been done in the States before. Uh, you know, the Brits are headlining this. So, I mean, we're going to have a psychic supper with the British Fair, which will be kind of cool. Um, there's, there's going to be readers there. We're doing... Uh, uh, oh God! There's so much stuff that's going on. We're having Ouija board with Bob Murch, Bob right. Murch, who was on our show not too long ago. Uh, the, and we're going to have a uh, séance with uh, Jane Darling and the Crystal Skulls. Um, of course, uh, Brian Shep, the psychic artist from uh, uh, Most Haunted, will be there. So I mean, it, there's going to be a lot of crazy. Sh- Stuff going on, and there's going to be different passes according to you know what you want to do. You can get a, uh, uh, a three-day pass, and we have two-day passes, and we have single event passes as well. So it'll, it'll, there's plenty of options for people. Mm-hmm. So it will be awesome. Absolutely, it is going to be awesome, and I can't wait. And it better be nice. Some nice, sunny, warm New England weather, right? Yeah. End of July. Got got to be. <laughs> so it looks like we have some comments in there, and the uh, someone's talking to us about something. Um, someone had a, a similar experience happen um, as the blood experience you were just describing. Right. Now, who who is this? This is uh, Puka. I hope I'm saying Puka. it right. Puka. It says uh, there was a red stain. Or is that Puka? Uh, <laughs> I hope it's not Puka. <laughs> it's Puka. Puka Puka. But anyways, there was something similar that happened at the boarding school this person went to, and Uh the red stain kept appearing on the ceiling in the bathroom in one of the dorm rooms. Really? And uh, they would clean it, and then it would reappear, and then they'd clean it and reappear, and then one day it just went away forever. But uh, I guess uh, the dorms were built inside an old barn, and uh, this person lived in the old butcher shed, which still had some of the equipment. Ooh. That's a little frightening, I think. Why? Oh. Uh, Puka says Irish for ghost. Puka oh, is, is that what Irish that is? Puka. Yes, oh. that's cool. Well, and it's almost St. Patrick's Day, so that kind of fits right in, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, very I like cool. that. Very I do, too. <laughs> You know, I want to. I had a I had a, a telephone number for a, a woman who um, knew a lot about the banshee, and I, I don't know if you know much about the banshee. You being Irish, you should know. All I know is uh, the banshees used to scream outside the castle walls. That's that's all I know about banshees. But it's it's just an Irish spirit, isn't it? No, it's beyond that. It's, uh, yeah, it's beyond the banshee. That? The banshee is a uh, an omen. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, I believe I, could, I think I have a couple of examples, of, uh, at least one of them in, in uh, my book, Ghost of Days. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's uh, it it's portents the coming of death. Oh, yeah. There was even one in uh, case in a book I read in the Merrimack Valley as well. Hmm. Banshees in Merrimack Valley. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's different. Do you ever see uh, Dobby O'Gill in The Little People? Nope. 
Okay. Sorry. It was Before Disney, my time. <laughs> Disney picture, and my son saw that growing up in a traumatized of life. Oh, no. <laughs> you traumatized your son. I find yeah. that hard to believe. <laughs> Yeah, I see. I see that uh, we do have a uh, answer to our question. Uh, yes, it said uh, pukas were usually ghost horses that led people to their death over cliffs or chased them. Or are you talking about the banshee, which it says uh, they heralded death? I think that's that's what they're talking about. The herald of death would be the uh, banshee. Mm. Right. So it sounds reasonable to me. Kind of like a, uh, well, now now the puka is sounding like a pukwudgie to me. <laughs> Not really. Why, why, do, why do you say that? Because didn't the pukwudgies lead people to jump to their death at Anawan Rock? Uh, I believe they jump did. Jump to their death, they, they stole their souls. Yeah, but I yeah. thought that they also drew people. Yeah, that's true in a way. You're right. To they jump made to them the, despondent. You know, you know what? That does make sense, Dan. I'm going to give you that. I'll give you that. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Don't you think, I one. mean, pukwudgies, pukas, I mean, you know, there's, I think there's a malevolent little spirit in every culture. A little, little shh. Okay, I can't say that. Don't, don't, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> but I, I think it's just, you know, every every culture or or, you know, Faith or whatever. I mean, I think that that it just it, so it's going to take that form. Yeah, when something like that happens, where you have a a entity that basically goes cross cross uh, cultures. Uh, I mean, you would think that that's uh, based on some type of fact or some type of mm-hmm. you know. I, I guess fact. I guess you would say it. I mean, all legend is based on facts right. somewhere along the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? I mean, you got Native American legends. You've got old Celtic legends. Mm-hmm. Um, all all kinds, you know. And, and I know we're I know we're running out of time too. But anyways, we are. Um, so I, I do want to mention that. And you you and I are also going to be making a trip to the Collingwood in May. Yes, oh, we are. Is here. Oh. Pizza from the Dead. I told you we were running out of time. We are. We're going to be at the Collinwood uh, May 19th and 20th. So, yep, stay tuned for details on that. Yep. Uh, you can go to the NEGP website, and that should be up. And also the newsletter for the NEGP is going out uh, this weekend, I believe. So uh, it's got great articles. I don't know if you have – do you get a copy yet? I absolutely do. Of course I do. Yep. Yeah, and it has, of course, Cemetery Trip by Ann Carrigan. Uh, Thomas D'Agostino was the author in uh, Ghost Hunter. He does an article for us. Uh, we have a photograph of the month. We have... Uh, astrology. Oh, beyond Bizarre. Astrology <laughs> with uh, Dorothy Morgan. Yes. Um, Book review, Karen Ruck. Yep. Karen Ruck does a, uh, a uh, review or for a book or a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, there's all kinds of little things that are in it, and you never know what's going to show up, it's, it, and it's free. All you have to do is go to the NEGP website and sign up for it, and uh, keep sure also abreast of the latest events and, and appearances by myself, the Ghost Project, and Nan, of course. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. All right. I understand you're going to be doing a presentation at uh, uh, Spirit Quest as well, right? 
I am. Yeah, we're going to do a little cemetery dripping at Spirit Quest 2. And uh, maybe similar to what I'm going to do at Dining with the Dead. I'm not sure yet, but it's all sure. going to be fun, and I'll have a lot of pictures of my uh, my cemetery tripping travels. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes, I am going to be doing that. I'm looking forward so, to it. Well, I know that we're running out of time, and, uh, uh, you know, there's a good chance with all the snow, my uh, paranormal CSI class will be uh, canceled tomorrow. So uh, Nah, it's going to melt. Yeah, well, it's school, so, I mean, you're stuck. <laughs> Whatever the school does, that's what I get. All right. It's supposed to snow all day tomorrow. Oh, I didn't you know that. that. Yeah, all day. Twelve hour. It's a twenty-four hour storm. Yeah, still in the, We're not going to get anything down here, so. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Anyways, that's true too. I'm very sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, the I, the last I saw, there was only two openings left in the next paranormal CSI class at Northern Essex. Uh, there was only two seats left, and they also are, have signed me up to do classes in the fall as well. So, there you go. Excellent. Very good. So, another show down on Tubes. I certainly, if you have a chance, go out to the Michigan, uh, check out that Allegan Lodge. Uh, it hasn't been investigated that much, so that's kind of cool, too. Perfect. Love to go there. Yeah. Well, everybody have a great night. Thanks for yeah. listening. Till next week. Good night. God bless. Night. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.